This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I feel like I've been vindicated here, Jim. Why is that? Do you remember me talking about um, when I go to Goodwill or any secondhand store, when I walk in there, I don't know what it is, but I always have to go to the washroom number two. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying this months ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, we said it on the air, too. I yeah. think this is a conversation we had on the air. I don't know what it is, but it's it's like used bookstores, used clothing stores. When I go in there, the it's like the musty smell or something. I don't know. Trigger something? Something happens to me. I don't know if it's from childhood. I took... <laughs> Took a lot of crunches in musty places <laughs> when I was young. A lot of flea just, markets, you know. <laughs> reminds me of the good old days. But uh, a TikTok video has gone viral. It's a woman talking about when she walks into TJ Maxx, she always needs to go number two. Hmm. Um, the laxative effect. I, but this has nothing to do with mustiness because the Target is brand new stuff, right? Yeah. It's like a Walmart. So but you just it, think it's any specific stores? stores for different people yeah. make them have to go to the washroom. And I have mentioned that if I haven't gone, you know, had a good one for a couple of days, I will purposely just stop at the Goodwill to get my uh, bowels going again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful. Some of those Goodwills, though, the doors are locked. Because they're in different areas of the city, and like you have to go to the front desk now. You go to the back, and but now you got to get entrance. It's yeah. a tough place to go, to be honest. <laughs> Depends how quickly it comes on. Yeah. So there's some theories as to what is going on here. Some say it's the adrenaline rush of being in your favorite store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might get an old comic book at the old Goodwill. <laughs> what if I find a rare concert T-shirt? <laughs> oh, I gotta go. Others think maybe when you go shopping, you stop for a coffee. So are you drinking coffee before you go into the store? Mm-hmm. Uh, walking, if you're not used to walking very much, and you're suddenly walking around a store, sure. you jar something loose. Fluorescent lights, possibly. Okay. Do the fluorescent lights Interesting. trigger you. What about... I've noticed this too, but it's not specific stores, but any place I go to after, whether it's Sport Check, Goodwill, McDonald's, doesn't matter if it's after work, I always have to go like a half an hour after I'm done and like so when leave you the leave, office building. Yeah, when you leave work, you're yeah. on the clock. You I think know. my body knows. See, because I always thought, I'm usually, I call it the GPS, the uh, the global pooping system yes, okay. internally, right? <laughs> when I'm two blocks from my house, oh, I yeah. usually get that feeling. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Uh-huh. It's like my body knows that we're close to my own toilet. Yeah, it's about to be home base time. Right. Yeah. But, I, but for you, it's timed. If you it's- don't get home... You're like Cinderella at the ball. If you don't get home by midnight, something's turning into a pumpkin in your pants. (laughs) This is a theory I've been discussing openly on the program for uh, years now, and I'm glad it's finally getting some serious attention. TikTok has gone viral. A woman says every time she goes to TJ Maxx, she has to have a crunch. (laughs) And (laughs) the same thing happens to me if I go into a thrift store like Goodwill. We're getting text messages here. Backing up my hypothesis, we have Janet saying, hilarious, guys. Every time my husband enters an antique mall, he immediately has to have a crap.
He collects glass insulators. Hmm. So he gets super excited when he goes in. He's overstimulated yeah. at the antique mall, and he has to go number two. <laughs> There's a couple here, too. A lot of people, it's it's funny how many different stores people uh, get triggered by. My store used to be Walmart. As soon as I went to Walmart, I had to use the bathroom as soon as I walked in. Another one says theirs was Zeller's back in the day. This one's got a good slogan for Goodwill, too, because that's your place where you always have to go to the bathroom. Goodwill, the savings are so good, you can't help but crap yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, it never fails when I go shopping at Meijer in Port Huron. If I go to the Superstore in Strathroy or any en route on the 401, you can count on it like clockwork. I have to have a deuce... And they're leg shakers for sure. Yeah. Well, the port here, I mean, if you're holding it while you're crossing the border, that's just human biology. That's inevitable. That's true. Uh, I need to poop now, guys. Thanks for the conversation. (laughs) Sorry about that. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. NHL awards last night. Connor McDavid winning the Hart Trophy. He's the MVP of the league. Uh, big week for McDavid. He also got engaged to his longtime girlfriend, Lauren Kyle, this past week, Jim. Cha-ching! For, for him? Both. They both yeah. did well. Yeah, that's what you said when you got engaged too, right? Yeah, yeah. Cha-ching! Love is better than money, I say. <laughs> They've been together for quite a while, mm-hmm. so... Uh, what what advice would you give them, having just gone through planning and executing a wedding, Jim? Connor McDavid a wedding, was here. A, a wedding planner. Hire a wedding planner. Yeah. Did you have a wedding planner? No, no. And boy, was my wife stressed. She did all the work. Um, but in hindsight, you know, a week out from the wedding or like a month out from the wedding, I would say she was like, "I really wish I had a wedding planner," but they, it would have cost probably. $10,000 and we saved $10,000. <laughs> but when you're Connor McDavid, Cha-ching. yeah, you, you're, you're all right. Yeah, it's a wedding planners in Edmonton are saying right mm-hmm. now, cha-ching. <laughs> Anything else? Anything else you'd say to the, uh, the couple as they get ready? To I don't know. I've only been married for a couple weeks. Um, and they're, they're on a different level. I don't know. <laughs> I mean like my wedding versus his wedding. I, I don't know what I what I would tell them. What about don't just, drink too much? What about just tell the uh, tell him to let his wife make it, all the decisions? It wasn't that what you told me or uh, that you did while you were planning the wedding? If your wife wants something, just be like yes, dear. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, pretend like you you can't do that. You can't you can't just say yes to everything because then she's like you're not paying attention to the choices. So you have to actually go. Oh, okay. Huh. Pretend you care, but yeah. ultimately let her have what she wants. Yeah, let her have the debate, and you go, well, I don't know. Maybe we should have flowers on both sides of the aisle. Oh, okay, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Those seat kit cushions are beautiful. I, I thought initially the beige ones were mm-hmm. better, but we'll go with your choice, honey. Yeah, white. I think you're right with white. <laughs> Good luck to the uh, the happy couple here, Connor McDavid, getting engaged. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Oh, this would be a terrible way to go. Airport worker dies after being ingested by plane engine in Texas. Oh boy, that's what they call it now, ingested. Ingested. It, it gets the point across. Yeah. No, it does. 
It just makes it very clinical. This was the San Antonio International Airport. Delta Airlines Flight 1111 just arrived from Los Angeles. It was taxiing to its gate with one engine on when the fatal incident happened. A worker was ingested into the engine. Can you imagine being on that plane? Looking at the window? Oh, Because it would all happen so fast. Yeah. The uh, ramp worker uh, that was employed by the airport, the ground crew operations. Oh, man. Yeah. That's terrible. I mean, on movies, it always is the the big guy, like the bad guy that you can't beat up. Yeah. Always gets sucked into that. Like um, Indiana Jones. I think it was a propeller in that, that was situation. the propeller. But the movie Game Night, the guy was like trying to beat up uh, Rachel McAdams, and then he gets- He gets ingested. Ingested, yeah. It's good when the bad guys get ingested into the plane engines. Yeah. What's, the, what, what's the movie where they open the parachute and the guy gets sucked into it? I don't know, but that's one of those things to where I always expected it to happen more, but I guess it does actually happen, unfortunately. The uh, the Incredibles movie. Never seen it. The bad guy gets ingested into really? a plane engine in that. At the end? At the end, hmm. because he's wearing a cape. And the, the, whole, the whole joke is like... <laughs> that's an OSHA violation right there. Why are you wearing a cape? It's impractical for superheroes to wear a cape, and then he wants a cape and... Gets ingested because hmm. of it. Well, the investigation is underway, and hopefully they figure out what went wrong and they can do whatever they need to do to prevent more ingestions in the future. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Below the surface. Below the surface. Uh-huh. With that missing Ocean Gate submarine last week, mystery solved. It imploded on itself. And YouTube star Mr. Beast says he was invited on the Titanic submarine. Hmm. Didn't go. Good. I like yeah. this guy. I like Mr. Good Beast. Good for him. Yeah, no, I'm like, I think he's a good guy. How, he's helping people see. He shared a uh, what looked like a text message. Didn't say who it was from. Didn't confirm for sure that it was the Ocean Gate submarine he was invited on, but he tweeted, quote, I was invited earlier this month to ride the Titanic submarine. I said no. Kind of scary. I could have been on it. Uh, the message says, uh, "From this is from someone else. Also, I'm going on the Titanic in a submarine later this month. The team would be stoked to have you along. I'm sure you're welcome to join. Oh, so it could have been... Anybody could have been going down on the could sub. have been someone in that was in the sub yeah. that was texting them. Doesn't sound like it's the owner of the sub. Interesting though. It would be tempting if your whole business is to get views on YouTube. I mean, what's more tempting than to go where only a few people have seen? Yeah. Like in, in Mr. Beast's case, it would be tempting to not do it. And there's a lot of people saying, how could anybody go in anything that sketchy? And I agree to a certain extent, but I've also went ziplining in Costa Rica. And if those <laughs> things collapsed, anybody would be like, well, obviously. And I still did it, you know, because it was yeah. looked like fun. People take risks. All the time. Every day. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Beast, happy. This is one risk he did not take. Time for sports. Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is here and I started to think that this could happen. Uh, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg in a UFC cage match. You had Dana White, the head of the UFC, 
teasing something over the weekend, wearing a Zuckerberg versus Musk shirt <laughs> with a UFC logo on the side of it. However, it looks like Elon Musk's mom is not going to let him fight. Sure. So it's not going to happen. Yeah. Elon Musk listens to his mom all the time. It's not because he thought, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Mark uh, Zuckerberg is actually, you know, jujitsu stuff, and he might actually beat him up. Like, that's not the reason for this. I think it was all a joke to begin with. I think they both know. Then don't blame your mom. They're trolls. You know what I mean? Well, especially Elon Musk. He just stirs the pot, and, and then people talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he gets headlines all the time. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say, like, the, the board of directors for both companies should say, hey, guys, don't do this. No, I would say do it. Are you it's kidding? great advertising. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I believe it. Is there a lamer excuse? Like, why would you come up with the fake excuse, my mommy won't let me fight? I think because he thinks he's a comedian, Elon, so it's probably a joke. But you think she's worried about his health? or His mom has said, I have canceled the fight. I haven't told them yet, but I will continue to say the fight is canceled just in case there's a chance it actually happens. Let's be like, Mark Zuckerberg would win. He's not going to destroy Elon Musk. It would be the slowest fight, <laughs> but he is 15 years younger than him. How about this? Instead of getting into a cage fat, in cage match, uh, like uh, Dana White also has the slap uh, thing. How about they just do like slap a, fight. A, a slap yeah. fight? Yeah. Just a Settle big old, a slap, old fight. slap fight. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Because it was going to be a slap fight anyway. These guys aren't... Uh, <laughs> It's not George St. Pierre, you know, stepping into the ring here. Mm -hmm. So let's get, let's get a big old slap fight. Something else that may be canceled, Canadian soccer. <laughs> What's going on? Canada soccer might go bankrupt. They haven't been too forthcoming about their finances, but they've not been bringing in enough revenue. They've had a lot of issues with both the women's team and the men's team about both saying they're not getting paid enough. And now they're saying bankruptcy, while it is the last option, it is on the table. And as a result, they may not play friendlies this summer and this fall, which is significant because that also impacts your standing within FIFA rankings. The friendlies do? They do. They can, ha they can have an impact. That's how Canada climbed up a little bit. Obviously, the, all their competitions really are the big thing, but it can have an impact. And if you're not playing at all, you're also just not gaining the experience you need. Like, Canada is going to be in the next World Cup because we're a co-host of it. The men's World Cup, anyway. The women's is uh, later this summer. But, like, this is embarrassing. Like, ahead of the last World Cup... Uh, John Herdman, the coach, was saying like the coaches had to scrounge up money from people. They had to basically go and fundraise so they could get flights for everybody and for family to go and watch. Like it's pathetic how little money uh, Canada soccer has right now. This was our opportunity. We get to the World Cup. You know, this was like the time where momentum is supposed to be building, and then sure enough, we hit a wall here. Turns out it's, expo it's, it's expensive to do all this, right? Because with the World Cup comes World Cup players. They have World Cup expectations, and Canada's not the little guy anymore. I mean, we're not a soccer power, but we're fighting the soccer powers, and that's expensive. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is a guy. I want to play this for you, Jim. Okay. This is a guy freaking out on a cyclist. It can be frustrating to share the road with a cyclist if you're stuck behind a bike and you can't pass, uh, going considerably slower than a car. It, it's, it's frustrating for the person in the car. However, there are some places where you have to share the road with the cyclist, mm -hmm. right? 
Well, a, a guy down in the States uh, was not happy with the cyclist who was biking in front of him, and he let him know it. Tough guy. You want to be a tough Call guy? You're not so tough right now, are Call you? the cops. You're not so tough, are you, small guy? You're a short little guy. Law. You're not following the law. You're a tiny little man. Vehicle code. My name is your worst enemy. I'm your huckleberry, buddy. You short little hunk. You come through this town thinking you're really cool on your bike, like you own this lane. Look at the bike lane is on this it's side. Called it's called Cheryl. Right in the middle of the street. Cheryl. I get Cheryl. I get but that entire lane. You came around me like this. You, you came blocked around. my way. You I didn't block my way. way. I honked my horn because you were way over in our lane. No, that's my lane. No, it's, it's not Cheryl. your lane. You're lucky today, buddy. You're am. lucky today. What's your name? My name is your worst enemy. You don't own the you road, You own the buddy. road? I don't own the road. See that sign right there? <laughs> that's Cheryl. Huh? Cheryl. See that symbol right there? <laughs> Wow. This, There's a lot of chirps going back. This I would say back watched, and forth, but it's all one direction. This guy's watched a lot of action movies in his day. What's your name? My name's your worst enemy. Danger's my middle name. <laughs> what did he call him? A Huckleberry? Huckleberry, like Val Kilmer in Tombstone. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> I'm, I don't know that. You can't handle the truth, bud. Keep biking. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Congratulations to the new mayor of Toronto, Olivia Chow, has been elected in the Toronto by-election. Uh, she will be the new mayor. Global News reporting last night that uh, she got over 268,000 votes um, to be elected. Hmm. Out of a town of City of four million, <laughs> not bad. But there was a hundred and one people on the ballot. Who didn't run for the election? <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people. I was, you know, just for the sheer entertainment value, I was hoping for Frank D'Angelo to win that thing. <laughs> oh my God, he can do it all. Talk show host, movie yeah. star, hockey goalie, crooner, yeah, beer baron, beer baron. <laughs> Add mayor to the list. He was hoping, but he didn't quite get enough votes. Yeah, yeah. He seems like the type of guy who would do a submarine thing. You know what I mean? Like eccentric guy with a lot of money. Trying well, to... we just listed off all the stuff that yeah. he's done. Uh, he hasn't gone to outer space yet, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Hasn't gone to the deepest depths of the of the ocean. He but... might do like North Pole, Mount Everest. No, yeah. well, he can still focus on becoming mayor of Toronto. Because he hasn't done that one either. <laughs> yeah, I guess one thing at a time. <laughs> that uh, that that Chris Sky character ran for mayor as well. He did not get elected. Sure, I saw a thing and it said, uh, I think it was making fun of him, and it said Chris Sky only got seven thousand eight hundred votes, and I thought only. That's a lot for a guy who campaigned without sleeves the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, considerable number. That'd be like remember when given t- the number of people yeah. that I would think would vote for him. It reminds me of like the Tiger King. You know, he ran in that election near. Yeah, his, he wanted his to be state. president. Yeah. He almost ran for president of the United States and got a significant amount of votes. Yeah, was like in the on the news because he had a certain percentage. Hey, name and face recognition. 
is is big in these elections. So. In the age of internet, yeah. Olivia Chow has experience, former NDP MP. She was a city councillor for Toronto starting in the 90s for more than a decade with a long history in Canadian politics as a progressive left politician. And Olivia Chow is the new mayor of Toronto. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You have the right to remain stupid. Dumb criminal story for you here with Taz and Jim. <laughs> like, next level dumb, Jim. Yes, yes, it is. Well, the things you'll do for love, Taz, really is what it comes down to. But there was a woman in Indianapolis. She goes to her mailbox in the middle of the night, and this guy comes up to her uh, and, and robs her. She hands over $100. He threatens her. He says, let me in the house. She's like, no. And he's like, okay, well, then give me all your money. So she gives him all her money, 100 bucks. And then he stops and he goes... Do you have a boyfriend? Oh boy. And she goes, no. And he goes, hey, well, maybe add me to Facebook. So he gets her to add her on. I don't know if he got her to add her on Facebook on the spot or what exactly, but he somehow found her on Facebook, whether she added him in that moment or he found her later. But either way, he connected with her on Facebook afterwards and then said, damn, you was too pretty to rob. Come chill. He invites her over to his house. So she clearly tells the police. And he goes and he gets arrested. (laughs) (laughs) The police knock on the door. We're here to chill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I got catfished. But uh, no, she so she did add him to her Facebook account. And then the guy left. So that's how she got him to leave. She said, okay, I'll add you to Facebook. And like it didn't. Like he didn't think as he was walking away. Maybe that was a bad choice. He still followed up. After he took a hundred bucks from her, did he offer to give her the money back if she came to chill? Or uh, no, no, he just thought he was key. He yeah. the, the robbery was in the past. No, he was like, "You want to go for dinner? It's on me." <laughs> I got a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm <laughs> willing to spend on you. Well, uh, there's a note for you if you're gonna rob somebody, and maybe make sure they're ugly enough to rob. <laughs> Because you don't want to go falling in love mm-hmm. mid-robbery. I want to see your peacock. 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 Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He joins us to talk about the NHL awards that were given out last night, Dev. In particular, Connor McDavid. He is the Hart Trophy winner, the MVP for the third time in eight seasons. Uh, Well-deserved. He had 64 goals last year, 153 points. The only players to ever score more points in a season than Connor McDavid last year were Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux, and Steve Eiserman. That is it. It was a massive season. He deserved to be the MVP. What was odd about the NHL awards last night is he was not the unanimous MVP. There was one person who voted him fifth place for the MVP award. Who's voting for these awards? It's media. So there's some media person out there. The worst. Who wanted to get a little cute. And throw votes to someone, and they didn't throw it to Connor McDavid. I hate when media does this because they want to give their guy uh, a little love. But Connor McDavid was the MVP. It should have been unanimous. 
You don't get to vote for this, do you, Dev? As I the don't. Taz and Jim sports guy, they haven't invited you into that club yet? We need to do the paperwork to get me on the NHL's radar to do that. If I had a vote, it would have been Connor McDavid first place. Like, this is like a no-brainer. But he got, it's like, there's one fifth-place vote for Connor McDavid when you look at the ballot, and that's what cost him this unanimous vote. It's stupid. It's not like you get two trophies if you're unanimously chosen, though. No, but it's also <laughs> stupid. Like, are you saying Connor McDavid was the? Like, he was really good last year. Well, but I wonder the who the four. Best. I wonder who the four other guys he put ahead of him were. Uh, are those public records? Can you do you know the name of the media guy, or is it all kind of under the? So on, in baseball, they show. The, your ballots. They yeah. show, like, who's, who's, and there's hated guys who yeah. every year take the hot take. Well, sometimes votes. in baseball, and you really see this when they vote for the Hall of Fame, right? Because everyone has their guy they want to give a little push. So if you have, say, Ken Griffey Jr. on the ballot, you know he's getting in. Someone might not vote for him. They'll vote for someone else. Even though Ken Griffey Jr. deserves to be in, it doesn't matter if there's other people on the ballot you want. So media members always bring their pet projects to this, and it's just silly. What about the other big awards? Who walked away with those? Well, Eric Carlson was named uh, the uh, Norris Trophy winner as the NHL's top defenseman. What's interesting about this is he is one of a very few number of defensemen to have ever won the Norris with two different teams. He's now won two with Ottawa, one with San Jose. He had a 100-point season last year at the Sharks, and Eric Carlson is looking to be moved from San Jose. I think San Jose would like to move him as well. They're in a rebuilding phase, but it's not that often where you see a guy win a Norris trophy after a historic season. You're like, all right, get out. But that's what's going to happen. He could be traded at the NHL draft, which starts tomorrow night. Uh, You had Jim Montgomery named the top coach uh, with the Boston Bruins. He, of course, famously a couple years ago, lost his job with the Dallas Stars. There was uh, some allegations, you know, of drinking. He went into some rehab. So his, his recovery story is a really good one. Linus Allmark was named uh, the Vesna Trophy winner with the Boston Bruins. So the Boston Bruins, who were the top team in the NHL in the regular season last year, of course we know what happened to them in the playoffs, they were well represented at the NHL Awards last night. Caw-caw!